This is the Ultimate Advisor Podcast, the podcast for financial advisors who want to create a thriving, successful, and scalable practice. Each week, we'll uncover the ways that you can improve your referrals, your team, your marketing, and your business operations, helping you to level up your advising practice, bring in more assets, and create the advising practice that you've dreamed of. You'll be joined by your hosts, Brian Sweet, who has more than half a billion dollars in assets under management, Brittany Anderson, the driving force for advisors looking to hire, improve their operations and company culture, and Dre Redfern, who can help you systematize and automate your practice's marketing to effortlessly attract new clients. So, what do you say? Let's jump into another amazing episode of The Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Welcome back to your Ultimate Advisor podcast. This is Brittany Anderson back with you. And today I have a couple really, really special guests. Today we have with us the founders, the creators of My Life and Wishes, John and Michelle Braddock. Welcome you two. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. We appreciate being here. Absolutely. Well, we are going to get right into the good stuff. We don't like to keep people hanging too much. So, you know, I would love for you to talk about, you know, obviously we are familiar with your service because we use it through Sweet Financial Services. We know the value of it. We know where you came from, but our audience members do not. So if you could share a little bit of the history on my life and wishes and what exactly it is for our advisor audience, that would be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Well, what My Life and Wishes is, it's a secure online platform for full-in end-of-life planning. So it, it essentially is a place to store and record, such as uploading and all your final wishes and documents, to make things easier for those you love following your, your death. Our background, briefly, is as you know, at Sweet Financial, Michelle and I were in the financial services industry also for about 35 years, following a personal life experience, uh, death in the family, we found out just how time-consuming and heart-wrenching it is to try and track down and locate everything that a person has. And so, thus, my life and wishes was born, a way to make things easy. Yeah. And just to add to that, you know, things are different today than they were, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Technology has made our life so much better and so much easier today. But when it comes to untangling someone's affairs when they're no longer here, it just complicates that whole process. So, you know, as, as John often does, he sees a problem and he has to find a solution. If there's not a solution out there, he's going to create a solution. So he watched me kind of go through this process and came up with the idea of, Hey, there's got to be a better way. And, and that's kind of what launched us down this path today. So I think something that's worth pressing on a little bit is you know, you do have a reason close to your heart as to where this came about. And I'll say from my own perspective, hearing you guys talk about the why behind the platform, I think helps advisors to be able to communicate from a heart-centered place, you know, why this is important and how this can serve their clients. So I would love for you guys to share, you know, tell the story, talk a little bit about, about where this came from. Let's get into some of the details because I think it's going to give context. And I think even more importantly, 
I think that just about everybody out there, every advisor, especially whether it's personally or through a client has experienced this and can understand and relate. So share a little bit about the why of where this came from. Well, the why where when, when Michelle's father died, you know, unexpectedly, he, they, they lived less than a mile up the street from us. And yet trying to track down and locate things like the will, active life insurance policies, you know, copies of important documents like tax returns. He was an old IBM guy. And so he used a computer a lot. And so trying to track down his passwords to log into accounts, bill pay accounts, auto pay, because, you know, let's face it, we don't receive bills in the mailbox, you know, the thing out front of the house anymore. <laughs> you know, that's reserved for Christmas cards and uh, pizza flyers. All of our, our bills show up in our, our inboxes. And unless someone has access to that and to our accounts, it becomes a nightmare. Well, let me just kind of tell you why that's important. So... And, and we've heard, you know, hundreds of stories since we've gone down this path, right? But for our story, you know, my parents were in their 80s. Dad was 88 when he died. And how they operated was he did all the bill paying. He handled all the finances. So mom didn't really know anything. So when he was suddenly gone, she had no idea, you know, how, you know, the bank accounts worked how the funeral home was going to be paid. And so as a child, you step in and she doesn't care, quite frankly. I mean, her whole world was just devastated. She can't even comprehend that, much less try to deal with, is there a will? Who can be handling this stuff? Who's going to pay the funeral home? How are they going to get paid? You know. And so as her daughter, it's like you want to have them not go through that process, right? And you want to save them the grief of dragging them around to the banks and getting the appropriate form signed and doing all the things. And so you step in without having any of this information and, and it makes it really challenging. So, you know, I think the why for families is somebody has to do it and going through the, the stress and the grief, if you will, is not the time to be figuring all this stuff out. You know, figure it out ahead of time. Save your clients, your family members, you know, the heartache and the stress. Just, just get it done ahead of time so you don't have to be stuck where we were trying to figure this stuff all out when everybody's, you know, really emotional and, and grieving their loved ones. Yeah, you know, we want people to have time to be sad and to grieve. Those are natural emotions. We don't want to change that because those are important. They're part of the healing process. But there are emotions that aren't normal. And that is added stress, anxiety, confusion, frustration, anger. And those are the emotions that are completely avoidable. But the only way they're avoidable is if I am proactive and pre-plan so I know I'm going to make things easier for my loved ones uh, when that time comes. You know, I think an interesting, an interesting way to look at this too, is that I think as our industry, as the wealth services industry evolves, 
It's up to us to truly be holistic and planning. And I think that means so many different things. You know, we can't just be giving investment advice anymore. We can't just be the person who helps, you know, with just their goals and their plan. We need to be a resource and we need to be somebody as an advisor that can truly help people in so many facets of life in order to remain relevant. So we won't go down that rabbit hole because that's a different conversation. <laughs> but I think that, you know, something that would be helpful is talk a little bit about why advisors are using this and maybe how it's different from some of the other just document storage services out there. I think that's important for people to make note of. Yeah, well, I'll touch on why, uh, you know, we created this and, and why advisors are using it. It's a huge, huge differentiator for them. This platform gives the advisor the ability to have a much deeper conversation with their clients than they've been having before. It truly shows that, that the advisor's highest priority is their client's family, their client's legacy, their client's planning and hard work that's gone into things. And so by creating that deeper conversation and deeper relationship, your listeners who are already highly successful advisors, this ups the game to another level, something that the other competitors simply aren't doing. Well, and the other piece to that, Brittany, is that, you know, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, your advisors, right? And you need to be educating your clients on what's going to happen, what's going to face, what they're going to face and how to prepare for that. So I think this is all part of it. You know, they, they may not even recognize that this problem exists for them or their family. And so I think it's incumbent upon us, which is why we're, you know, trying to get the message out and educate people that, hey, today's world is different. And here's how, you know, you need to deal with this. We were talking about it earlier today in another conversation about differentiating. But to differentiate, you have to step outside of the, the box, as it were. You have to look for other things to do. And uh, someone that you and I both know well, Brittany, uses the, uh, the expression, uh, you cannot read the label from the inside of the jar. There is so much truth to that. And I think that, you know, when you look at not only using this as a differentiator, because I think you're, you're dead on. And I think that, you know, it's up to us to have that bird's eye view. So to come out of the jar, right. And to be able to have that bird's eye view on what, you know, I, I go back to this adage and it's a little bit provocative. I, and I think I've said this to you guys before, but Darren Hardy, founder of Success Magazine, he, he said in a training one time, he's like, get in their bed to get in their head. Now, again, a little provocative, but if you think about it, he's dead on with the statement because what he's meaning is, is you have to understand what keeps people up at night. And you have to understand and know what they're lying in bed thinking about when they're trying to go to sleep and their brain won't shut off and it, and it won't let them. So, you know, I, I think one thing that's come about from, from some of our clients is that, you know, they're looking at this as it's really a one-stop shop. It's really one place to kind of have everything so that if you do have a loved one that, that passes, that you're able to access that information that you need. Now, the one thing that I want you guys to talk about a little, because this question comes up every single time we're talking about my life and wishes really twofold. Number one, 
how are advisors using this with clients? But number two, how can they ensure that their client's information is protected? So if you have, you know, a next generation that you're like, you know what, Tommy's a great kid, but I don't know that he's ready to see how much mom and dad or grandma and grandpa have or whatever the case is. So talk a little bit about how advisors are using it and then how people can actually protect their information so they don't have to share the world, but just share what's most important. Right. Well, I'll, I'll touch on two little pieces of that and let Michelle fill in the blanks. The security standpoint, you know, we created this, our children were teenagers at the time. We didn't want them to have access. So within inside your secure uh, portal or site, you have the ability to designate authorized users who are other people who can see it. And you have the ability to toggle on or toggle off what they can and cannot see within the platform. As an added step, we also have built into that a notification system. So if one of our children went to access our account, they'd get a pop-up which would say, hey, you're about to access you know, mom and dad's account. Do you wish to proceed? They will be notified, right? <laughs> and, uh, if, and that gives them the bailout, right? And so they can bail out if they proceed, then we are immediately emailed that our account was just accessed by so-and-so at, you know, such and such a time. Yeah. I, and I think, um, you know, as to how advisors are using it, which, which is what I love because we're really flexible with this and we've designed different scenarios to fit different advisors needs. As an example, you know, I would say the bulk of, advisors that have partnered with us are just partnering with us. They're offering it to their clients as a value added service to help with all those reasons we talked about differentiation and, and that sort of thing, leaving all the, the service and, and that sort of thing up to us at my life and wishes. Some of them are taking on a little bit more of a role, meaning they're partnering with us, but their staff is actually taking on like setting up the accounts initially for their clients, uploading the documents that they've prepared for that particular client or policies, you know, that they've um, worked with for this particular client. And then they kind of hand it off. So they, they get them started, you know, so to speak. We actually even have advisors we've partnered with that are doing this as a revenue share where they're actually increasing what is our published retail price but they're adding in, besides setting up the accounts for the clients, they're continuing to add in like scanning services of documents and, and other things that, you know, their clients may not be able to have, you know, functionality of. So almost like a concierge kind of service yeah, for the, yeah. for the older client, perhaps who might not be as, as tech savvy and have those abilities. Right. So, so really as a value add, to the degree that they get involved or want to get involved, we're completely flexible in designing that, you know, for whatever fits their size firm. You know, and I think just bringing that up, my wheels got to turning because, you know, I know obviously in knowing you guys for, for, well, it's been more than a few years now, <laughs> uh, but in knowing you guys for several years and, and I understand that you're very entrepreneurial in nature. And I think that's really a blessing in a vendor type relationship. I use that term loosely, but I think that's really important because I know from, you know, as, as we get advisors that come through the podcast and they'll call and they'll talk to us about ultimate advisor coaching and, and what's that about and how can we help them further and all of that good stuff. You know, what we find is a common theme. The people 
who are reaching out have that same entrepreneurial spirit. So I think what's interesting about you guys, and as we were kind of navigating this together initially as to, you know, this is a newer service. How are we going to make this work? What's going to work for clients? How's this going to work in this model for a business? How's it going to work over here is the thing I can appreciate about both of you is that there was never a time where it was just like, Nope, we're not doing that. We can't add that in, or we're not going to try to, to troubleshoot that every single time we interacted with you guys. And even to this day, it's, yep, let's figure it out. Let's do this together. So I think that's just something to, you know, acknowledge because I think our advisor audience will appreciate that in both of you, that that's constantly your frame of mind is not no, but how can we figure it out together? So that's something that I want to compliment you both on just because I think that's, that's important in today's world. But the second thing that came out of that, what you were just saying is how you were talking about the different models. So how some advisors are, you know, going to, maybe they'll do a revenue share opportunity or something. The thing that I would hope that the advisors listening to this would pay attention to, especially those that are fully independent under their own RIA or whatever that structure is, is that there are so many ways you can add value to clients while at the same time adding to your business. So I think that's something that My Life and Wishes provides an opportunity to do or provides an opportunity for the advisor. So I think what you guys are saying here, it kind of helps open people's eyes and minds to what's possible. Uh, and I think that's what's exciting. And that's why we have you as a guest here is because I think that it's, again, it's the future. It's the future of our industry. And it's our due diligence and our responsibility is of, as advisors to pay attention to this stuff that's coming down the pipeline. So one question that I know we would get if we had, if this was a live session where we had people asking Q and a, I know this would come up is okay. In a nutshell, how is this a benefit to my clients? Yes. I understand the document storage. Yes. I understand kind of ease of access, but if you could really summarize how this is a benefit to the client, give me what you got. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. And so to, to, to frame it a different way, people often say to me, which might be a client saying, well, why do I want to do this? And I, I answer that with a question, which is what do you want the experience to be like for your family after you die? And hopefully most people want that to be a good experience, you know? Hopefully it's not one of those scenarios where it's like, well, I don't care. They'll figure it out. Right. So, so the benefit to the client is truly to make things easier for those that they love. I know I don't want our kids to have to go through what we went through uh, the time and the expense and the aggravation of trying to figure things out and thinking, man, dad was a selfish SOB. He could have at least thought through some of this stuff and laid it out for me. So it effectively is eliminating pain for your family. Mm. It's not about me anymore. You know, most things we do and plan are done selfishly, <laughs> vacation, buying a new house, shopping, those <laughs> kind of things. But this is truly an act of love because I'm not going to be here to benefit from it, but I have the peace of mind of knowing that I've done everything I can to make things much better for family. Mm. 
You know, I think that's so beautiful and it makes me think of the story. And I think I've I've shared with this with you two before, but I don't think we've ever talked about this on the podcast that Brian had an aunt and uncle who were very, very impactful in his life. So this is Brian Sweet we're talking about for all of those listening, you know him well by now, if you follow the podcast, but he has an aunt and uncle that he spent a lot of time with growing up that were huge influences in his life. Uncle passed away a few years ago and that left his aunt Jean She was around for, fortunately, some years after that. Well, she ended up passing, gosh, I believe it was last year, earlier last year. And, you know, he's going through that proverbial box that we all have, right? Where you get some important documents and you leave it on the counter. And then after time, you're like, oh, I got to tidy up. Somebody's coming over. Well, I'm going to take those important documents and I'm going to put them in a filing cabinet. Well, then the filing cabinet gets a little full and you're like, I got to make space, but I can't get rid of this stuff. So then I'm going to put it in the proverbial banker box and I'm going to kick it under the couch until it's time for it to come up. And so we, we, we joke about that. It's sweet, but in reality, so thinking about Brian and his experience, So after his aunt passed, he was going through that box. And fortunately, you know, she did keep really good documentation, not in the My Life and Wishes setting, which would have made things a lot easier. But he found in there that in her funeral, she had funeral instructions drawn up and she wanted yellow roses. So he was able to give her in her funeral the yellow roses that she wanted. And, you know, I think about how you just said, you know, this is really about kind of blessing your family going forward and making it easier. And it's an act of love. So I think not only on eliminating some of the the bad stuff that can come about and the frustration, and as many of us know, you know, anger is one of the, the ways that we deal with grief too. And sometimes when that's ignited, that's not a good thing <laughs> when it's made even worse. But I think about the flip side and I I think about, you know, having a place where you can really document everything right down to the yellow roses and having your loved ones know that you're going to get what you want, even in, in your passing. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's something that, you know, people can, um, it's part of legacy, right? It's part of making sure things are carried on the way that you want and that your family knows exactly what that want is. So all of that being said, before I ask my last couple questions, if somebody wanted to reach out and get a hold of you guys to just talk about, you know, your service and, and how you could potentially help their, their practice, how would they go about doing that? Oh, really? Um, you know, the easiest way is um, they can simply just email me. Um, it's John, J-O-N, no H, J-O-N at mylifeandwishes.com. And uh I handle all my own email and I respond to everybody. So, you know, in addition to that, if somebody does want to go to the website, which is www.mylifeandwishes, again, the word and mylifeandwishes.com, there is a section up in the upper right for advisors. So they can click on that. It tells a little bit about some of the things we were talking today, the whys and that sort of thing. And at the bottom, there is a, a form to request a quote and they can contact us that way too. Just ask a few questions so we can get back to them and kind of go from there. That sounds perfect. And I will say again, for our audience listening, they are so responsive. Um, Again, that's one thing I can appreciate because there's nothing more annoying to me than you're like trying to do business with somebody and they're just cold, quiet on the other end. You're like, this must be your anti-revenue department. (laughs) So I will appreciate you're, you're very responsive. 
Well, we appreciate you saying so. And, you know, and, you know, one, one of the things for us is our, our mission, our personal mission is to help 1 million families avoid this inevitable scavenger hunt that awaits them. They just don't know. So responsiveness is helping us get there. You know, yeah. that's the flexibility is helping us get there. Yeah. And I think too, for our, our advisors listening to this, think about what John just said, you know, their mission, what, what he and Michelle want is to help 1 million families. Now, I want you to think about that from your own perspective as an advisor listening to this, like that's a big goal, right? That's a big dream. That's a big objective, but there's such a solid why behind it that I believe they will get there. So thinking about that from your own perspective, as well as an advisor, like what are your big dreams for your business? You know, this may be one of those things that can help you accomplish and and impact lives in an even deeper way. So I think that's something that's just so powerful and that's again, why I love talking to you guys, because you do have a mission that's so much bigger than yourselves and, and bigger than, you know, what some may even think to dream about. So on, on that wonderful note, if you could offer one piece of advice to a successful advisor, what would it be? Great question. I guess for me, it would to always be looking for ways to add more value, which in turn create exit barriers. So you're finding more value for your client, you're making things better for them, and they're, you're tying them even more closely to you. You know, and just to add to that, I, I think, you know, much like us, you know, we were in the same industry for over 35 years, right? And so something happened in our personal lives that completely changed our direction. Totally not in my comfort zone at all. So I think part of that, process of adding value and creating exit barriers is trying something new, trying something different, getting out of that comfort zone to see what else is out there, keeping current, you know? So if you try something and it doesn't work, great, move on. But I think the the key thing is get out of your comfort zone and try different things that will, again, bring value and update your business. Mm. I love that. You know, we've said in quite a few of these episodes, and we talk about this internally too, is getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's where true growth comes into play. So I think you just spoke to that exactly. And I didn't even set that that part up. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So my last question before we wrap is, what didn't I ask you that I should have? Good question. I mean, you're always so thorough and you ask great questions. And I guess the one thing that we've experienced while... You know, this has been built around making things easier for people, you know, when when I'm gone. But what we've found is that this is an amazing tool that benefits you today while you're still alive, then your family later. And yeah, you might add to that. I, you know, we did. And we talked about all this because our story and the purpose and the reason it was created was to solve this problem at death. And so that's what we get wrapped up in talking about. But yeah, how else does it work? Why wouldn't I procrastinate and do this later, right? Because it is, as John mentioned, such a valuable tool today. All of us have so many accounts, so many websites and passwords that we have to keep track of, you know, documents in paper form that could go up in a, you know, in a fire. You know, there's just so many things that could damage 
the documents that we have now. So I think the question would be, you know, is it just a planning tool for when I'm not here anymore? No, it's actually a really valuable organizational tool today. I, I know I use ours most days. I'm in there just to grab passwords, login information and things for everyday life. So, you know, to just kind of amplify that just a little, you know, we do, we have stuff in safe deposit boxes. I have stuff here in our office and file cabinets. I have stuff at home in file cabinets. But if we just look back to March when the world shut down, and, you know, our, our trust documents are in a safe deposit box. But if I wanted to review that, I couldn't have gone to the bank and gotten those because the banks weren't letting me in. But I have a copy of it stored in the cloud and I can open up PDF form and I can look through anything I need. And so the beauty of having everything available to me 24-7 from wherever I am, I could I could come up to Minnesota and visit with you guys at Sweet Financial. You could ask me a question on a document, and from my laptop or my smartphone or my uh, iPad, I could pull that information down immediately. Mm. You know, and I think that's such a, a good note to end on. You know, when you think about what. 2020, which is when we're recording this, we're wrapping the year of 2020. You know, I think that what it's taught us is that we have to be willing to pivot and we have to know what it takes to stay relevant. And I, and I think too, just kind of summarizing what you guys have talked about is, you know, giving a service to your clients that can help them have that ease of access, but also have you help them on that level too, right? So it's, it's, it's helping them get organized. It's helping them plan for the future. And it's really making sure that regardless of what's going on in this crazy world around us, that we have access to the things that are absolutely the most important, you know, it's our, it's our lives. I mean, that's really what it is. It's, it's my life and wishes you guys named it perfectly. <laughs> uh, so again, if you want to get a hold of um, John and Michelle, uh, John J O N at mylifeandwishes.com, or you can go to um, www.mylifeandwishes.com, spell out the and, no abbreviations for my, uh, <laughs> my, my quick typers. Uh, but I just have to say thank you both so much for being on today. I think that you guys have such a powerful mission, a powerful vision, and uh, I, I know that this would be a great service for so many advisors. Well, thank you so much. And to everyone listening on your podcast, make 2021 an amazing year. Yeah. Mm. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Brittany, for all your kind words. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, gosh, absolutely. This wraps up our Ultimate Advisor podcast. We will catch you right back here next week. Hey there, Brittany Anderson here. If you are loving what you're hearing on our Ultimate Advisor podcast, don't keep us a secret. Share us with other advisors that you think would benefit from the messages that you are hearing. The easiest way to do that is to simply send them to ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. And if you want to learn a few other ways that we could potentially serve you as an advisor, go check out ultimateadvisormastermind.com. As always, we are so happy to have you here with us as part of the Ultimate Advisor community, and we look forward to a continued relationship.